Welcome to ZFG. I'm Krista, joined by Carson and Freddie. How are you guys? Doing well. Very well, thank it's new, you. It's a new season, season it's two. Season two. So you've been promising, um, practicing the intro? No. More than you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so how's the summer been without us, Krista? Um, honestly, I really missed you guys. Yeah? Yeah. I was kind of getting a little restless at the end. I mean, I wasn't here. I mean, I was here with Waylon, but... Oh, cover so we don't have to mark like 28 days of PTO. Yeah. Y you were here. Yeah. I was here. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I was working exactly, <laughs> but I was here trying to keep cool. It was kind of hot. Where were you? I was in California. <laughs> well, I thought you hate that state. What's going on I in California? I hate the governance of that state. Oh. It just so happens to be a beautiful, beautiful place with a fantastic climate no, and just horrible people. <laughs> and there you have it. Um, that sums that up. And where were you? I was in London for most of it, and then uh, Spain for a little bit. You know, the weather was quite nice because it was warm for a couple of weeks, and then it kind of rained and was shitty. And I know you don't believe that it rains and is shitty in London, but it was. But relative to like the rest of the world, where you just open the newspapers and it's like yeah. fire porn everywhere. Yeah. Like, it's really like Europe, all anyone can talk about. And you, you speak to like other people in Spain, you're like, how's the weather? They're like, yeah, it's nice, it's hot. But you open like the newspaper and it's like pictures of like little English kids running around like scorched. It looks like the kind of napalm Vietnam thing is like holiday makers running away from, uh, you know, like big flames behind. And uh, people don't realize that's actually just Brits on holiday. It has nothing to do with the weather. It's, it's just that fair and they, they burn easily. So uh, And yeah. they're drunk, so they don't feel the burn. <laughs> Especially the kids. <laughs> True. True. So, uh, so yeah, that, that was that. But I, I want to open up by giving special mention to one of our uh, esteemed viewers. Yes. Uh, outside the close group of blood relatives who <laughs> tune into this. And that senator in the scary place with some interesting political views. Um, so, uh, Jamie Darwood went and has obviously been taking inspiration from us. Thank you, Jamie. And he visited the, um, penis museum mm. in Iceland. And we've mm. got, I think, like a, a picture up on screen now of the, the logo and everything. And look, I got to tell you, I think it's great that people are taking this show as seriously as, as it's intended to be. The downside is... It's a nice fucking building. Like, if you want to step your game up to that level and donate that as your last thing. You, it'll be the Guggenheim of penis museums and it'll be in <laughs> New York City, man. In Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I was, I was pretty impressed. Like, it wasn't phallic shaped like the Guggenheim, but uh, it was a nice looking building. Um, so, yeah. Did he like DM you? What, what, like, how no, we, we met up for a drink in London. Uh, he, he works for an investment firm. Wait, and, do you, uh, so you know him? Well, he, he like reached out on Bloomberg and was like, hey, I really like the show. And I was like, cool, where you do you work? You just like meet random guys. It's weird. That's called Grinder. It's totally <laughs> different. Like, it's just not. Sounds pretty gay this to me. This is Bloomberg, but, okay. not Bloomberg, Grinder. Um, it's the yeah, same thing. There's a reason I haven't logged into my Bloomberg for about three and a half years. Oh, boy. 
So, um, so yeah, so he's just like, hey, if you're ever in London, so we pulled up, had a beer, and then he, I was like, oh, what are you up to over the summer? He's like, oh, actually, I'm, I'm going to Iceland. Uh, I don't know if you know, there's a, a museum of penises. I'm like, cool, if you go, check it out and send me a picture. So he went, sent me a picture, and uh, yeah. Impressive. Wow. So when, he's, so when he sat down with you, though, mm. he didn't know that this is our great philanthropic cause, right? At the no. penis museum. Oh, okay. Oh, that's maybe cool. he did. Well, that's a bit. No, that's an overselling. Come your part on. Here. No, I think he yeah. did. No, you know I what? Excited. I think he did know. I think he did know. Well, well now you're changing yeah. the story because that's not how you just related it. Yeah. I, did he relate Yeah, he watches it? the podcast. So he did know it's it? our great philanthropic cause. Yeah, he did know. Because I thought you had said that when you had texted us that, but I don't know. Dude, Penis it was the pot. summer. Like, well, what? Are you going to ask me to recall stuff before COVID now? Like, I, can't, I don't even. Of time. I won't even remember what I did yesterday. I know. It's, it's or a, this. Again, a great philanthropic cause yes. to to co-opt a uh, slogan from the um, FDR New Deal era: a "Penis in every pot." <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but look, we've been gone a long time, and a lot of shit happened. I know, and our viewers are probably like just wanting to know what's going on. Take it away, so, Krista. Um, New York bag mafia. This was you. Yeah, yeah, this is me. So, I I took my daughter to New York City for a few days, and um, you know I googled it like New York bag mafia. I'm like nothing's coming up. Yeah, because that was just sort of how I termed it in the email that I sent to you, just telling you to Dude. put this on the agenda. But anyway, um, look, New York City has always been a showcase for really expensive handbags. But I gotta tell you, man, I was blown away on this trip. Like, it's crazy. And I'm not talking like Gucci and Chanel bags. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about how they, they followed California in this regard, right? So you go to a store, you know, like a supermarket, any store, and assuming you want to be able to carry your items you know, in, in a group and not have to keep walking in and walking back out one by one, you want a bag. And so California started this bullshit thing where they charge you like 10 cents a bag. And then New York City, you know, imposed that as law. Maybe it's New York State. But now what these fuckers are doing, and I'm not, I'm talking like not the obvious businesses. I'm talking the Intrepid Air and Space Museum. I'm talking the Museum of Mathematics. So So when you buy shit in the gift shop there, they don't even have the 20 cent or 10 cent bag for you. They only have like a ripoff fucking like... And it's not just the, you know, oh, I see you forgot your bag, you know, we'll sell this thing to you for like $8, which is a total ripoff. I mean, it's fucking expensive to walk out with the Museum of Mathematics How much custom bag. More than I was going to pay. I can't remember. So I you just, just had like... I'm, I'm like... You, your six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is sweetie. You this carry this shit so, because so we're not... Like, these fuckers want... Like, I've already explained to you that the 10-cent bag is immoral... And when you're in the supermarket, always go to the self-checkout line. And when they ask how many bags, you hit zero. And then you throw in a few extra bags just to give them the finger because it's immoral. I've already told you that. And I've taught you that. But now, Jesus Christ. So anyway, that's the thing with New York City. Like even, I think even the Children's Museum so, in Manhattan like, does, pulls the same shit. So you know shit. what they should do? They should, they should price this thing much smarter. So 
I learned years ago that when they sell you kind of like an online subscription, there's, there's kind of a, a pricing module in economics where they sell you like an online subscription and then they throw in like the paper subscription and they can price discriminate. And most people are like, oh, paper and online is a much better deal. So I'm going to go for that and the margin on it's higher. So what they should do is be like, look, you can either get the gift for like 20 bucks or the gift it. in the bag for 100 <laughs> And you just price the bag like on its own at $99 and people are like, I may as well get the fucking gift as well. That's the way you do it. So there should be an alternative stall outside. You should buy just the gifts and then you should sell the gift in the bag package. And people be like, yeah, it's a way better fucking deal. That's what I'm going to do. Business idea of the week. Or all those sidewalk entrepreneurs in New York City that the moment it starts raining, they, you know, they've run into Walgreens and cleaned them, cleaned them out of umbrellas and they come out and they sell them for like, you know, $30 a pop. Which does happen. It, oh, absolutely like, happens. But you could do that with like, you know, standing outside of these places with, you know, with like little plastic shopping bags. Like, hey, listen, only, you know, $5 for this you're thing. You're giving me some ideas. If this doesn't work out for me, which... It already hasn't. Well, dude, <laughs> they, they have these tweed bags that say like, this is not a plastic bag. What about just selling plastic bags with this is not a plastic bag on the site? Like, do you think anyone's going to fucking notice? But it, it seems way cooler and more like you know what? eco. If, but if it were a plastic bag that said, I took this from the store and didn't pay the tax, <laughs> I bet you could sell that for some real money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So, All right. so what um, happened? Did your daughter get the gift? We, I mean, carry, <laughs> carry this shit in our hands, man. Mm. I get just... I wasn't going to... No. Father of the year, again, right I, here. Again, I will... And, and she wanted a 45... Are going to, like, give her fucking social security number now? No, 45 kilo saying, set of dumbbells like, from the Air and Space Museum. What a, what a father. She's, like, walking around I know, with it. that's what I'm Shame. saying. It's Shame. not right. Yeah, well, when my kid's, like, yeah. you know, body slamming your kid, you know, now you'll know why. <laughs> um. Okay, Drug Olympics. This was you, too. Wasn't it? Maybe I was in the midst of one when I said this because I can't remember what <laughs> oh, the no, fuck that is. No, this was me. So there's this okay. dude who is trying to get together and actively create. And this is something we've talked about for a long time because it would make a lot of boring sports interesting. Like an actual drug Olympics. Like he is deadly serious trying to get like people together and just be like, look, this is totally fair. I want the best shit you can put in humans with the humans who want to take the best shit. And he's like, it's a totally level playing field. Now, the International Olympic Committee, who I think are a bunch of shitbags anyway, are like, oh, this is so abhorrent. Like, we much prefer the illusion of it being like fair competition. Of, of Russia getting all those medals. <laughs> Russia and China. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the bearded Russian swimmers. But um, I'm thinking I see a sponsorship opportunity here for us because like, Ultimately, people are going to come around to this being way more fun to watch. When someone can throw a discus like half a mile or, you know, when you can do like the 110 meter hurdles and like your first leap goes over the first six hurdles. It's probably the way that people used to think about UFC is like, oh, this is a freak show. Like, oh, it's so violent, disgusting. But actually, as humans, we quite, we quite like that kind of like base level, like animalistic shit. I think we're going to get over this. And to be honest, the Tour de France, everyone watches know, that. We all know that those fuckers are on drugs. Bad, bad precedent, bro. Because um, you remember that guy Oscar Pistorius? 
Yeah. So he was the dude who had his um, double amputee, had his legs amputated, and so they let him compete while running on carbon fiber blades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he murdered his girlfriend. See where this right. shit Oh, goes? yeah, yeah. Actually, Rebus when was that? Steinkamp. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't on drugs. No, but when, you let angry. People, but when you let people enhance their performance beyond human capabilities, oh. that's where it goes. It's um, so, sorry, this is so unrelated, but sort of related. This is an Olympic sport, and I want to know... Oh, the, the I like, want to know like when you get that like fake little horse. Yes, oh, horse it's not an Olympic room. sport. You <laughs> retard. <laughs> it's, 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 it's I was like emailing all my friends. I want to do this for a it's living. It's officially called what? What's it officially called? Hobby, hobby horsing. Hob, hobby horse yes. dressage. I think it start originated in London of all places. I mean, I want. I want in. I love that you think that's an Olympic sport. I thought it was an Olympic sport. I'm like, this is based on that video. It is still being taken way too seriously. <laughs> seriously. Way too These seriously. These people aren't even on drugs. Un unclear if there is I drugs. How do you know they're not on drugs? <laughs> well, I mean, well, they're like teenage, I mean, they're ten they year old not, girls. They no, might not be on testosterone, but you know, they're. Come on, they might be on shrooms. Yeah, exactly. It's like, pretty fucked up. First, I thought. This was a stupid sport. Maybe it's not a... Um, and then second, I thought, <laughs> this is a stupid sport. No, have you ever seen, like... I don't know if it's an Olympic sport, but, like, darts? Like, they darts play... Darts an Olympic sport. Are you lying he's, to yes, me? He's I'm British. So. an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's British. Like, it, no, I remember, like, back in, back in high school, I met this chick who was from New Zealand, and, she, you know, like... So we go to this bar. She went to, took me to the British pub. It's always, like, the something, like, the lion and the sheep or some shit like that. <laughs> The name of every British pub, but um, go there and like the black these, sheep. They've got dart boards, but like these dudes bring their own darts and they've got belts with like their yeah. dart holders Dude, on it. It's so gay. It's so yeah. <laughs> so lame. Just you but know. have you ever seen like a, like a big championship? It's yeah. Like, so I went once to the darts uh, okay. at Stop. Ali Pali, and uh, <laughs> it's amazing. It's honestly like so you so you wear you, like stupid shirts because like everyone wears these like dart shirts. And it's some of the greatest people watching you can ever wish to experience. Okay, the people watching. We're gonna do it. We should like, do a trip to the UK, and I would strongly recommend just. It's, it kind of reminded me of being in an Attenborough documentary, and now you see him, Homo erectus, approaching <laughs> the court. I know you he's, understand. He's wavering. But See, there's like 500 what, people what watching this thing. Yeah. Dodge darts. No, like dodgeball with darts. Like that well, would be, that would be some good shit. But even uh, this it's, like it's an it's honestly it's a great spectacle and everyone goes let's play darts and like it's it's I got to say huge. I was what I was quite astounded by yeah, is how sell fucking alcohol at these events. Yeah. yeah they okay. don't sell tap right. water, trust me. Right. What I was pretty astounded by is actually how far away they are it's Do you think we could sponsor like a dart team or dart of like who's that would who's, be amazing who's, who's, the, bad idea? who's the big that would be dart so phil taylor <laughs> you, so, so like the nations the play, so there was uh, a guy a called phil the powers taylor oh, uh i think he i want i want to say it was phil it's taylor as bad a stage name as robbie williams Dude, if we could get oh. Robbie Williams at the darts, that would that would be everything like in the UK as well. So I want to say the Welsh, the Brits, I think like the Dutch are pretty good. Uh, it's it's yeah, it's places where the weather's shit and you sit inside drinking a lot basically. 
Um, well, they, they, the, 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 the thing I was watching was... Um, Hobby inf- horsing? No, no, no. <laughs> Not Olympic sport. Championship. It was in Fargo. And it was just like, <laughs> God. And I'm like, am I high right now? Like, yeah. I, just like watching them, they were like... <sighs> Also, like the mental like, math that you need to be able to be like, all right, I've got, you know, whatever it is, like, because you have to finish on the double. So you've got is to this know. True? Yeah, you have. So, is, so is you play. Bullshit? No, no. I don't, so you play you to. You look like a dark player. I think it's 501 per score. So. Are the, you fucking around? No, I'm deadly serious. So dartboard's like 20, 1 through 20. And then the top bit, that tiny little like red bit, the top is uh, like double the number, okay, and then the bottom bit there true. is treble. So the best score you can get is 180. So I think you can have like, I think you know, it's like a nine dart finish or something. We have a fabulous dartboard here. Uh, the Jim Oberweiss. The Jim Oberweiss Junior dartboard. I yeah. mean, how all of the portfolios we should try to sell that. Were once selected. Yeah, yeah we, we should bring that into the show one week and explain the Jim Oberweiss. hundred yeah. percent. It's yeah. one of our best items well, last time, items last here. time we talked about Jim Oberweiss Junior, which was late last year before the holidays. Somebody and he says it's not he who sent it, but somebody sent me. Like a little toilet with a, and we with should a, with also a middle, show with that. a middle finger on it and a picture of me inside the bowl. Of course, his assistant oh, nice. Krista was great. opened the that. thing, and I'm like, "Is there going to be shit in this and thing?" It, just, it disappointed me when he denied sending it because I would have uh, actually like respected him more if he had sent that. I feel like he did send it. I mean, he probably sent it, but that's what happened the last time we talked about him. So I don't know, like whoever's watching this and you know might have told Jim Oboys Jr. that we joked about him before. Let them know we did it again. Please. Right. Um, so since we've been gone, China has taken a turn for the worse. All right, Krista? Yes. Where are you on this? Are you? We're on number three. It's a big number. It's hard to keep track. It's the one after the topic we just talked about. Tiger back hedge fund. Yulin shuts amid China invests. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Tiger back hedge fund. Yulun shuts amid China investigating woes. Investing woes. Sorry, investing woes. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to the English I'm language. sorry. English is not my first language, clearly. I sign. Okay, so what, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I believe that. Oh, God. It's the only time oh. she's ever been able to fool either of us. But... It is. It is. But I did really believe that, like, that was dog inside. I <laughs> Shocking. Um, anyway. I don't know. What, what do we have to say about this? Like, This was his. Maybe this was just a, hey, if we don't have anything else to talk about, let's talk we about this. We have a lot. Well, we have a lot of other stuff, things to talk but about. But so do you, what do you want to well, say? Well, I, I think what's well, cool about China is actually that this week <laughs> they, they sh- they are no longer publishing statistics on youth unemployment, which obviously means there is no youth unemployment, is there? So everything continues to be awesome for the youth in China, on top of the fact that they have a male-female imbalance. And they're not allowed to watch uh, TikTok more than two hours a week yeah. or some shit. Well, that, that, that is smart? interesting, that is actually. Smart. Like, yeah. once again... See, TikTok brain over here, that's what we found the <laughs> hobby horse dressage, Olympic sport... <laughs> 
Well, my Instagram, I get the, I'm like, oh my God, I want in. I want to be that. I want to do that. Hobby horse dressage. Yeah, yeah. You're Will you sponsor me? You're welcome to go and try and, and, and WC sponsor me? No, I mean, I know I'm going to, there are 12 year old girls, be, but if you have, I feel if like you I get, could pass. If you get nine other sponsors, we'll be the 10th. Well, <laughs> so let's yeah. see if you can make it go of it professionally. To be I, honest, I think it is your you one just... chance of getting into an Ivy League uh, if you go in through the side door with the hobby horse dressage program. You I can totally you side door. <laughs> The dude, stamp and dude, hobby dude, dude, China youth unemployment in this thing. Maybe, maybe there's maybe there's a way to convince some Chinese that they could bribe their way in to like, like our school this. that we'll set up here by acting as though they're varsity athletes in hobby horse dressage. I, I really, I really want, I want to make this happen. If you can make my dream happen. I feel like the two of you can. All right, if we set up a course, I'll tell you what. There's no, that it's time place. Time to step out of our shadow. I'll tell you what. There's you that. Got to get the other nine there's sponsors. There's that place, um, Jester King, can, out yes. by where you live. I'm the cool. one who told you about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. All right, oh, big fucking oh, deal. Sorry. So we went, and it that was it was pretty cool. We had some friends in town, and they have kids. So there's like there's really good food, and there's uh, like a little goat petting thing. But they've got all these kind of open fields. So what we could do is, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go out, we'll I don't hang out, practice. we'll get shit faced. I feel like, and we'll set up a course for you, and you can do the hobby horsing around. And you're gonna film and it, we'll and film then it. send it to to whomever to the Olympic committee. To the Olympic international committee. <laughs> yeah, and if we can't get into the regular Olympics, we've got a good chance of getting into the special Olympics. <laughs> All right, that's a different show. No. All right. Well, I hope I hope it happens. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, all right, so, oh, the Swiss Gymnastics Bosses launches just a photos ban. A wet ban photo there? Yeah. A suggestive photos ban. We, yeah. Actually, I took a picture of this. We've got the pictures, right? So... Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to send well, this one. We're going to have this one up on screen. We're going so, to send this for our viewers. Maybe not the worst idea. I mean, they are, I think, pretty much all under 18. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst idea? Is it's that what you're saying? maybe not the worst idea. Yeah, that's a lot of words. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> and you told me that drink what, that I made you worse. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So, look, there is no reason to watch gymnastics other than, like, when they fall. Um, that is totally now, untrue. Now, no, it's, now if the if, if it were only women eighteen and older, you know, who were allowed to compete, and of course the Chinese would cheat, so you can check out like the Chinese <laughs> chicks. But um, but then it would be you know then then it maybe be suggestive, then maybe be worth watching. Yeah. Uh, except they're all very like flat chested too. Yeah, right? well, it's a lot. They're, they're very so yeah. 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 Muscular. But um, I guess like what muscle. I'm wondering. Mary Lou Retton never got cans later in life, though. I can't even believe now you're showing your age. Well, so so the, the question I'm is? wondering yeah, he is. He has no idea who no. Mary Lou no. Retton was. Oh. How about Bruce Jenner? Well, yeah, you know Bruce Jenner. I know who now. Bruce Jenner is. He's got and cans I'm now. Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're going? Um, I guess what I'm wondering is like. Obviously, like all the dudes who are photographers of female gen- of gymnasts are perps, right? Like that yeah. fucking goes without saying. So, mm. at what point was someone at the IOC who's clearly been like, or the Swiss uh, gymnastics bosses, like they've been getting these photos for fucking years, right? At what point are they like, 
Okay, does anyone else feel creepy about this? That like 98% of photos are them doing the splits midair and the other 1% of photos is them like in the changing rooms? Like, well, at what point was someone like, oh, this has really gotten out of hand? Because I think since the beginning of time, that has been the sole purpose of photographers in female gymnastics. Like, is, is there another stated thing? What are your thoughts? Kind of above my pay grade on this one. I, I think you're on to something there, but um, I mean the only yeah the only thought or only thing that's ever in my consciousness about gymnastics is just like how the Chinese are always entering girls who are like way too young, you know. I know. Right, like everything else, they gotta like you know inject them with steroids. But when it comes mm. to gymnastics, you need like the really young kids who are more flexible. How are how are the Chinese in gymnastics? Good. Well, I mean, ever since, like, ever since, you know, like... Are they? Are they? Yeah. Yeah, but okay, again, okay. it's because nobody's actually old enough to legally compete. The so. Russians used to be good, right? I want to say the Russians used to be good. I feel like they're always good. Yeah, well, they had that, uh, that one, I mean, legit gymnast way back in the day. Uh, I want to talk about showing age with Olympic athletes. Nadia Komenich. Of course. Yeah, actually, no, she wasn't Russian. She was Eastern Bloc. I think she was what, uh, like same thing. Bulgarian or Romanian. <laughs> same thing. Uh, yeah. According to Vladimir Putin, very much the same thing. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. His sphere of influence. Um, well, speaking of Vladimir Putin, um, while I was in the UK, I was watching this excellent TV show um, where they... Um, oh, yeah, you need to talk about They this. interviewed uh, a number of... Uh, former prime ministers, uh, like some really senior people from like the U.S. side as well, like various parts of government, and um, really talking about how Putin charmed the West and like some of his negotiating tactics at, at various points, like originally with Crimea, his like initial negotiating tactics and stuff, and which was. I took this. What are you going to do? Pretty much. Well, there, there was this really interesting point where. Um, at one point, the Russian negotiator, um, so they, they'd shown up at an EU summit. The Russian negotiator was, um, you know, ostensibly like, you know, it was some rebel force that had nothing to do, even though they all had like Russian insignia on. And so, um, you know, they'd be like, yeah, well, we'd like you to do this. And then maybe you could speak to the rebels. And he's like, well, I, I don't control them. They have nothing to do with me. And then they'd be like, okay. And then he'd like be like, they'd say, well, these are our demands. And he'd be like, cool. He'd leave the building for like 20 minutes and he'd be like, I've spoken to the rebels and they are prepared to do this. Like totally just rubbing their faces in it that like officially it has nothing to do with them, but then comes back and speaks on behalf of them. What I thought was really interesting though was Putin's charm offensive on David Cameron. So at the time the UK uh, were hosting the Olympics and uh, Putin had the Sochi Olympics coming up where he was just like, God, am I going to steal a lot of fucking money here? This is yeah, that's so... what, like, there were like no partitions <laughs> in between toilets and stuff. Right. You know? Or snow in a place yeah. where they're doing the Winter Olympics. Um, well, it was China and the nuclear reactor, but yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was super interesting. So like, you know, Cameron arranges like for him and Putin to go and watch the judo. And, you know, he knows Putin's a big judo buff. And he goes and watches it, and, like, the Russian dude wins, and Putin's kind of sitting there a bit stiff, and, you know, Cameron's like, you should go and, like, congratulate him, you know? Like, that'd be really cool. And Putin's like, yeah, would that, that would, like, be... He's like, yeah, yeah. So he goes down, congratulates him. He's like, 
oh, thank you so much, David. That was a great idea. We are going to be great friends. And, you know, he calls him from the plane and Cameron's sitting there like, oh, look, I've totally charmed him. And he just does whatever the fuck he wants. So it, it was a really interesting window on just how actually key these kind of like little interpersonal relationships are mm -hmm. amongst the whole kind of like big geopolitical movements that are going on. And, you know, as we sit here on the precipice of either RFK being elected or hopefully Hunter Biden or Trump, <laughs> it's, it just makes me think how fucked the US is. Because those dudes are all going to be having these little heart-to-heart -heart conversations with dictators. It's kind of scary. Well, I mean, or maybe finally the U.S. sees eye-to-eye -eye with the dictators. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, talking of dictators, uh, we should move on to our next item. It's the one below the one we just did. I can't see it. Okay. <laughs> Inspired by BlackRock? No. No. no although, different dick. <laughs> yeah. Crispin Odie's oh, lunch yeah. order. Steak. Steak. Sorry. Listen, let me. <laughs> I, I got the ball rolling here, okay? Like, you, know, you can't take this away from me. Steak and kidney pie with Steak a loin of beef on the side. What was the context on this one? That I don't was, know. Like, this I, was I, you. This was, oh, this was yeah, me. This was you. Yeah, you were just. Way, oh. they're, they're, Drinking coffee and I'm drinking. Um, oh, I think maybe Disney. it was an FT article. <laughs> it was an FT article. Yeah. They had a bunch of articles on Chris Benotti. Yeah, some um, amazing coverage. All right, really I just fell asleep. Let's just coverage. keep on going. <laughs> Hold yeah, on. Dude, this, no, this, this guy is like the real deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I remember. So the article had like documented his lunch order after doing some of the greatest coverage alluding to the fact that he's consumes a great amount of alcohol at lunch by describing him as, I think, rosy face and sweaty. When he comes back, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they describe his lunch order as he had steak and kidney pie with a side of a loin of beef. I mean, what kind of a mountain of a man can oh, a heart attack. He's, he has quite an appetite. Yeah. Quite an appetite for the booze, the food. And the ass. Yeah. Actually, let me bring this up. This was. This you know, is actually good. Uh, you have no idea what I'm about to say. <laughs> but one of my favorite just moments. Like normal. One of, one of my favorite like articles, you know, media moments from the summer was reading this article in the uh, San Francisco Chronicle, and so they wrote about this trans, this black trans woman oh, who boy. opened this restaurant in Oakland called Hello Felicia, or Hi Felicia. Anyway. Hi, Felicia. I know her. Go on. You know her? Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, of course, like on the left, like, wow, you know, black trans woman, like this is royalty, right? We might, you know, ask no questions about character because character must be completely assured here. Turns out that, you know, even when it's a trans woman, you know, dick will dick. So, <laughs> so, so, she, so she's grabbing titty ass balls of her workers and bunch of them quit and and it was first of all it was like reading this article like everybody that they just everybody they interviewed in this article like uses you know they as a pronoun what pronoun so <laughs> it's like really fucking like even when there's just one person in an article who gets quoted 
like it always throws me off when it's like they said. I'm like, well, who who else? You know, like it's hard it to follow. That's what he's trying but to so say. It's like an article full of like plural, pluralized, singular people. So it's it's confusing, but then it just becomes fun, you know, like sort of like like a mini mushroom trip in a way in, the, in terms of the, <laughs> the English language. So there's that. But then um, so the so all these former employees are like disappointed. Oh, you know, how could somebody who's so noble as, you know, uh, like a trans woman, you know, turn out to be like a dude who has a business. And it's just and the fact that the Chronicle had to bring this person low, like I knew it was just breaking hearts in the fucking newsroom as they wrote this article. Like just like no you're like triple smiling. check this, quadruple check this, this can't be true. So um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a fun it was a fun moment for me over That's the summer. Awesome. Yeah, nice. the iron, just the irony, so good. So, do you know the restaurant? Yes. Okay. That's all I gotta say. Do the workers seem happy? No. Or are they oppressed as much as they would? I don't know about oppressed. I mean, do they do? cisgendered. No. No. Toxic male. Yeah. I bet, I like, I bet the like guaranteed tip piece is like fucking enormous at a restaurant like that, right? Because. Oh. It's probably like, you know, healthcare, a happiness supplement, a buy the barista a coffee, like, you, I, I bet a coffee costs $28 there. Barista X. Barista X. Barista X, exactly. They, they barista X. Right, yes. So anyway, that was, that was like a little fun that thing fun. that was happening in California. So, nice. You know, you, you can encounter a lot of absurdity there. Um, all right, next. Um, I don't know, the uh, Inspired by BlackRock, we are each going to propose two board members of MWC. This was you. No, this wasn't me. This was Freddie. This was you. Oh, so we noted that BlackRock had... Uh, who had they appointed to their board? It oh, was the Saudi dude, right? Yeah. His uh, name is Amin Nassar. It's probably not, but it's yeah. really like no, that. Yes, no, it is. Amin Nasser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I did some notes. Thank you for, all right, so so he's so he's the uh, he's the CEO of Aramco. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so like, the you know, the, the company leading the ESG efforts in America <laughs> to fight climate change points the like, CEO of Saudi Aramco. They're like, this is know. a smart move. As he's an oil saying, tycoon. As yeah, the go old ahead. saying goes... You know, it's what it's what we do, not what or what they do, not what they say. Yeah. So that's that's the thing with Larry Fink. So yeah, so it it inspired us to think that we should be appointing um, board members ourselves that typify the things we espouse. We as MWC. Um, so I think we're gonna come up with some candidates and we're gonna let people vote on it potentially. Okay. So who are the candidates who came to your mind? Um, I was thinking for head of inclusivity, I would like to see if Ghislaine Maxwell um, <laughs> could take a position. Um, I don't think she has a lot else going on, so yeah. She doesn't, and look, at some point she will be getting out um, if she doesn't rat on anyone, in which case she will be committing suicide. Um, so I think Ghislaine would be up there for me. Um, I haven't given it a ton of thought, so I need to, I need to kind of be a bit more... Uh, Need some quiet time alone and really think about that because uh, it takes effort to promote someone that is the head of CEO of, Sar of Aramco 
to be like you know on your board as an ESG guy. So I, I really do mm. need to think about the quality of, of that. Well, see what Gillian Maxwell is missing, but he has mm-hmm. is money. So you just need to think of a horrible person with a lot of money. That's easy. Okay, Putin. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was hard. I mean, if we're, you know, go straight to the top on that one. Well, actually, I just want to be clear. If he does win the Ukraine war and decides to invade here, I don't think you're horrible. I think you're actually okay. Uh, I don't know. I think he likes people to think of him as horrible. Like, that's a compliment. That's true. Not a horrible ice skater. That's obviously an issue. (laughs) (laughs) True. That's true. Um, yeah, but we'll we'll come back with some thoughts on nominations. Um, we'll we'll put it to a, a public vote. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll solicit public comment on this. Yeah. If, uh, if you have any thoughts as to whom we should nominate to be on our board of governors, because they are horrible people with a lot of money, and there'd be a lot of irony in the nomination. You know, just think of Larry Fink with uh, the Ramco guy. You have something you think rises to that level of irony and, well, just let's call it outright hypocrisy. Please reach out um, yeah. to Freddie on Bloomberg's and <laughs> he actually turns it on or me by direct message on Twitter. Um, I guess the question is, or X, is X the or... CEO of Aramco actually just a ceremonial position? Because I feel like in a lot of the companies there, there's some like local dude that holds a title. And then there's typically like an American or a Brit who's doing the work. So is that just like he sits in the corner, he files his nails, he's eating, you know, some pistachios, smoking a hookah. And there's actually some dude in the corner who's like fucking frantically working away. Well, no, I mean, you have to understand that MBS is the one who controls things. And then everybody everybody he installs is just there to pull out the bone saws and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and chop up the political enemies. Yeah. It's amazing how we've forgotten that. I mean, I, I look forward to probably 2025 when we're all welcoming yeah. back Russian money. So basically, I think MBS just gained control of BlackRock. Again, you'd say it's just one guy on the board, but one guy with a fucking kit, yeah. bone saws. You know, after, after he takes apart, you know, one or two other directors... And who's really going to stand up to to him and MBS? So, yeah, BlackRock is now, I think, firmly under the control of the Saudis. Yeah, just like, uh, yeah, just like all of our pro golfers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Next okay. on the agenda, Krista. So, this was also you, Freddie. How yeah. we are the institutional version of version of Nigel Farage. Farage. Oh, no, that was me. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. Yeah, you weren't hired for your memory. That's okay. Basically, his account was closed, correct? Right. Yeah. So so Nigel Farage is a controversial politician in the UK, you know, arguably far right. Um, Yeah. So anyway, he had had, uh, bank accounts at, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, Coots? Yeah, Coots. Coots? Okay. Good job. All right. Look at this I mean, guy. It's, like, it's just a non-English word. But, yeah. But anyway, which is a subsidiary of uh, National Westminster Bank, or NatWest. And so 
Farage had his account, his accounts closed, and he was just booted out. And I'm like, yeah, homie, we know what that's like. Yeah, welcome to the, yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to our world. But anyway, then he, um, I guess somehow or another, he turned up some emails from inside NatWest, including the, uh, the chairwoman, Dame so-and-so, now ex-chairwoman, where made it pretty clear that the closure was about disagreeing with his politics and thinking that he's a horrible guy um, as a result of his political views. Which they lied about initially. Right, yes. Yeah, they said, I don't know, the usual AML kind of bullshit. Which never happens to us. They never lie as to the reason that's that people true. don't want to do business. That's They're true. very upfront. That yeah, it's that's because true. we discuss them. We're, we're, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, we are so thoroughly abhorrent they will actually tell us the truth as to why they're kicking yeah. us out. Step aside, Freddie. <laughs> Don't fucking touch Jeffrey, all right? He's a esteemed client here, all right? <laughs> Anyways. Not saying that that did happen at the private bank that <laughs> might be alluded to there, oh, but wow. not saying it didn't. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's kicked up this, like, massive furor as to whether it's right or wrong to deny people access to banking. And actually a lot of people and I think some organizations have actually come out that will work and be like, oh yeah, that's, that's actually fucking weird. We had like bank accounts closed and didn't think anything of it. Um, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a major, look, it's a major issue, especially as governments are doing everything they can to discourage the use of cash in the economy, make everything, you know, like, credit card based or digital. And yeah, I mean, we, we had the situation a few years ago with our corporate credit card, right? Like mm -hmm. somebody, somebody had, was trying to down, this is probably why we, we don't mm. know for certain, because of course they, you know, they don't tell you shit, but there's a major credit card issuer. And um, one of our analysts was trying to download some documents from um, one of the company's registries in the Caribbean and probably like the credit card processor that that registry used was the same processor that like, you know, various online porn, gambling, whatever sites use. D-Local? Yeah, D-Local, <laughs> obviously, D-Local. Well, it's their predecessor, right? AstroPay, which, okay, like that, you know, it's, it's, anyway. So yeah, immediately get an email that, um, you know, from the bank, you know, your, your corporate credit cards, uh, your, your account is being closed, blah, blah, blah. There's no explanation provided. It's effective immediately. Um, you know, you'll be required to make any payments, blah, blah, blah. Call up. And I mean, they are so nasty and so hostile. You know, like I want to speak to a manager. No, nope. I'd like to understand this. It's a big misunderstanding. No, nope. you know, and, and it's just like, well, we have a bunch of stuff that auto bills to this card. Like, we don't have a backup credit card. That, too bad. Like, that's how it is. And so that's the problem with, like, this consolidation of, of banks and the, all this power that we're putting into a relatively small number of financial institutions because, you know, these decisions are made by algorithm. Like, that's clearly what that was. And, um, you know, what you, have, need, you have no recourse. What we need is a bank that's a little bit more loosely regulated, that can offer these kind of services to basically anyone and everyone. And I'm I read about such a financial institution correct. that that's that's doing that's doing wonders in our community called the Change Company. And the Change oh, Company. Oh, I was thinking of a different one. Oh. I, I was thinking of Freedom Holdings. Uh, <laughs> well. 
But okay. Let's talk first about the change company. Let's talk so, about the change company. Run, run by my old, very good friend, change. Stephen Sugarman, whose brother was tagged by the SEC for $10 million um, recently. Just to, to be clear, uh, the SEC didn't bend him over and fuck him. Not that kind of tagging. It was just a fine. Right. Yes, exactly. And uh, anyway, so uh, Change Company is a community development financial institution, CDFI. So it's supposed to provide a CDFI. certain percentage of its mortgages um, it to, positive to, life people, changes. to people in underserved communities. So uh, Barron's ran a story that... Um, one of the uh, mortgages uh, that it, it provided was to Johnny Depp. <laughs> is that true? That's, I mean, it was in Barron's. I think oh, it's... Oh, well, I think, then I, I guess it's, it's... And so Colin Kaepernick's SPAC was going to uh, oh. like merge with the change company, but uh, that fell apart and, um, before the SPAC market You've really apart, changed your tune on their lending because, you know, Bank of California, way back when, were the only dudes who give you a mortgage. That's so. right. That's, that's <laughs> when I knew they were fucked up when I was able to get a mortgage from them. Exactly. What? Yeah. Ex-chief of staff accuses the change company of mischaracterizing loans. Yes. Now, the change company does have some, Stephen Sugarman does have some things to say about him, but, uh, but yeah. Anyway, stay tuned on, on this one. Things are getting fun with, uh, you know, with uh, Mr. Sugarman and the change mm-hmm. company. Um, and then ra- rounding things off, I think we should bring back the black macaque, right? Black macaque. It's always a factor in the market, man. Let's go for it. Where, where is that? It's at the bottom there. Oh, Innative? Yep. The pharmaceutical testing company. Please move your glasses away from your mouth. Oh, sorry. Project. Sorry. Can you hear me? Thank you. Uh, well, but then I can't read what's going on here. That's what was going on. Where are we? Don't look at her like that. Getting old is a bitch. Face. Fuck you. Um... Oh, um, faces an investigation. So the company is called Innovative. Am I saying it correct? Close enough. Um, The company faces an investigation into whether its monkey sourcing practices may have violated U.S. anti-foreign bribery law. This was yours. Yeah, so this is really just, you know, we don't want to be, like, kind of hit it and quit it as, like, we referred to. Um... We want to go deeper. We want to continue to update on the most important stories. Um, so last year we discussed the uh, us. the unfortunate incident where a fund had been invested in a stock. Uh, it was a large position. Um, and uh, what happened was what we referred to as the black macaque, where it turns out these, there were issues with supply of monkeys, I think from Cambodia and other parts yes. of Southeast yes. Asia. It is turning out that the problems go deeper. Um, there may have been some FCPA violations involved in the sourcing. Now, the mind boggles as to were the monkeys being bribed? Were the people being bribed to like, you know, were they like... Were the giving... monkeys competing in gymnastics <laughs> in the Olympics on behalf of Cambodia? <laughs> like, we don't know. You, you just kind of wonder like, 
That's a very good question. How fucked up do things have to be where you're like breeding monkeys illegally <laughs> anyway, and then you're like, yeah, look, dude, I'm not going to do this without a legit grease payment, all right? Like, I mean, what? how does that enter into the conversation? So, you know, needless to say, the stock hasn't recovered uh, since the initial black macaque. Um, I don't know how it reacted to the pro, but uh, I think it's I think it's pretty uninvestable down here. So, uh We'll continue to keep viewers. Yeah, maybe forward. there's some unique IP there. Maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a valid there's some price there which makes sense to be long. Yeah, like at some point you know they're just going to turn it into like sausages or you know, they're just going to spack as a sausage company like exotic meat sausages. Oh, well, there's a big market for that. Yeah, In there Asia, are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's tiger that. penis jerky. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to add, Crystal? No. No. Nope. So. Let's just end with that. Um, anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Actually, that's what? a little too solicitous. Why, about, why are you thanking people? Like what about that? the Sarah Bankman Freed shit with this guy, like, just not being able to fucking, like, stop destroying his life where he's now going to end? I think he's in jail, right? Yeah. He was, uh, his bail was revoked, basically. Yeah. Or, sorry, his home confinement um, was revoked. Yeah, because he was basically... Witness tampering? Did I not talk about that? No, we didn't talk. I don't know, but everybody knows about it. Like, we're, yeah. we're bringing people the hard-hitting, hard-to-find stories. Oh. Right. What zoo animal were you impersonating there? No, no, you're right. We are bringing them. That, that's what, yeah, oh, dude, that's did what you see that zookeeper that was um, with the hippopotamus? No. no? Uh, so I think it was in, I want to say Indonesia... There's like a pretty rowdy, I'm going to find this story and we're going to like fill in the blanks next but week. But I forgot the newspaper. So hippopotamuses are amongst the most dangerous animals. Actually, yes, I, I do know that. hippopotami. Hippopotami, okay. So. Um, so they're amongst the most dangerous animals. They're, they're really, yeah, really dangerous. Yeah, actually, I didn't know and that. And there's this awesome thing of um, this, I, I want to say it was in Indonesia, like, the hippopotamus is kind of like climbing out of its sort of like pool thing, and it's just a dude with a stick, like just fucking standing there, just like whacking the hippopotamus. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's eventually not gonna end well. Oh fuck! Wait, how do we cover like the the bears in that Chinese zoo? You guys saw that story too, right? The kind of like bears that they it was clearly like humans dressed up as bears. No, but that's you guys miss it. That is fantastic. Oh, right. Well, that What's next the, week. Tune in next week. Season <laughs> two, episode two. We'll we'll have the Chinese bears. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll all right. It's good. We've left them on a cliffhanger. That's right. <laughs> Don't look it up. Though. Don't Google it. <laughs> Don't Google it. We are the only trustworthy news actually, source for yeah. you. All right. All right. Cool. Again. And into, into a new season. Phelan set sail. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, actually. Thanks. What? Another oh. for season two. Yeah. Or for next episode. Yeah. What? Tune in for next week. Just watch when yeah. you go fly fishing in Montana. Yeah. That's all I can Tune say. Tune in next week. Whoa. Whoa. What does he mean? You'll find out. All right. Cheers. Ow.